river running sweat right through our land, through our land. Driven by a man with the bow whip in his hand, in his hand. And I've taken just as much as I can stand, I can stand. Got to free our brothers from the decals if we can, if we can. Most nights I have to watch my woman cry, oh she cries. Every day I watch the colonel smile, oh smiles, yeah he smiles. His painted ladies riding in from town, from town. I swear and day I'm gonna burn the her house down to the ground Slave, oh slave Fight the violence, we must be brave Hold on strong to love God gave Slave, slave, oh slave Fight the violence, we must be brave Hold on strong to the love God gave Slave Hey, hey, welcome to the Beantown Podcast February 10th, 2018 this is Quinn David Furness. This is what my voice sounds like. What's going on? How are you? Welcome to the show. Again, so many people saying, hey, Quinn, we love the podcast. It's raw. It's edgy. Why not give us some of that sweet, sweet voice for some great intro music? Hang on. I got some hair on the microphone here. Gross. Gross. Where did that come from? Anyways, what's been happening? Oh boy, this week has been crazy. Work was wild. Uh, a lot going on in politics, a lot going on in sports. So we got some stuff to talk about. Starting off with some bad news, actually, believe it or not, we have lost a subscriber to the podcast. Our very own mother... Jane Dennison Furness has decided no more. She's not listening to the podcast. After we were talking about some dating tips last week, she wasn't a fan of that. So apparently my own mother has, has never been on a date before. Um, but yeah, mom's off the podcast, so <coughs> that's a bummer. But we're gonna we're gonna plot on anyways. You know, we we lost about half of our subscribers after that. We're down from two to one. But but I shall persist. Wasn't that a that was a big uh, what like a Hillary Clinton thing or something? She persisted. Hashtag a couple years back. TBT to when Hillary Clinton was relevant. Uh, let's uh, let's take this with our listener discretion is advised. Uh, listeners tag first we're going to use some adult language throughout the podcast and and second it's just an objectively terrible uh 30 minutes coming up here so you have been warned oh geez what are we going to talk about today 
the Super Bowl we should start off with. The Super Bowl was last Sunday, February 4th. Eagles defeating the New England Patriots payback from whatever year it was, 2005 maybe, 2004. Uh, Geez, I don't know what the final score was. A lot to a little bit less, but man, there was no defense in that game. It was uh, it was entertaining as hell, but what were there? Two punts, I think, and uh, I don't know. I like I like high scoring games as much as anyone else, but damn, there was I don't know what maybe two blitzes the whole game. Uh, there was one turnover right at the end there when Brady fumbled it, which was nuts. I was watching it uh, while texting my brother. And uh, it was just, you know, Brady gets the ball. There was, what, like two minutes left, something like that. They were down by, I don't know, four points, something like that. And it's like, this is textbook. Brady's going to go down the field. They had, what, two timeouts, I think. And he's just going to uh, score a touchdown with, like, five seconds left. And that's going to be the end of the game. And that's how that's how the Super Bowl is going to be won for the Patriots. And then he gets a strip sack which was awesome and then the Eagles of course couldn't uh couldn't put it away they had to kick a field goal uh 5 points I think is what they were up by and then 8 after the field goal and then uh yeah the Hail Mary did not work so your Philadelphia Eagles are uh Super Bowl champs I can live with it uh yeah yeah my boss is an Eagles fan so uh, we're in a good mood in the office now, so that's okay with me. Uh, what else is going on? The Olympics. I was talking to my brother about this the other day, and here's what we were saying. Can you imagine how much money... John Williams is making just off of people using his music right now. You got every freaking Star Wars trailer that comes out, whether, you know, like Han Solo, if they're, you know, it's not composed by John Williams, that's fine. But when you show a trailer, uh, anytime they like show the solo logo at the end, they're playing the Star Wars theme. Okay, there's John Williams. It was just uh, listening to some music on my phone, YouTube app. Well, I was making breakfast this morning, and Jurassic Park, the new movie, you know, again, not composed by John Williams, but using all of, not all, but a lot of his music that he composed for the original film in the 90s. Um, the Olympics, all of those songs are John Williams, so he's making bank off of those as well. The man is composing, like, maybe one film every other year, maybe a little bit more than that, because he just did the post um, and he did Star Wars, but man, good for that guy. Uh, his themes are going to uh, live on for a very long time, I would anticipate. But the Olympics started what, Thursday night. There was some figure skating going on, and I think some mixed race curling uh, was happening. Uh, a lot of a lot of caramel skinned uh, folks doing that one. Uh, I wasn't really watching. Uh, they aired the. Opening ceremonies last night. I also did not watch that. I was at a couple bars the whole night and kind of watching it as it was happening. But I don't know. I think the opening ceremonies are cool and I appreciate the spectacle. But I don't know. 
I've kind of, to me, kind of feels like fireworks on the 4th of July, right? It's really cool the first couple of times you see it in your lifetime. And then after that, unless you were, like, actually there in person, if you're just watching it on TV, it's kind of like, eh. You know, seen it once, seen it all. I kind of feel that way about Justin Timberlake's halftime show this year, too. Maybe I'm just becoming an old, grouchy hermit. But, yeah, it's just not quite as uh, spectacular or fascinating to me these days. So it's cool. Uh, the thing that I'm most bummed out about in the Winter Olympics this year is, is the hockey because NHL players, as you probably know, were, were barred from, from participating. So it's a whole bunch of people that I've never heard of, and I'm by no means a diehard NHL fan or hockey fan in general, so that just adds to it. So I don't know. If the U.S., manages to to keep up with um with other teams and i might start watching once it gets later but yeah not that interested right now and i don't know my favorite event is probably the skeleton that's super cool i do like speed skating a lot because it's one of the very few events in the olympics in the winter olympics where you actually are uh, competing against one another racing against each other in real time that's something that the Summer Olympics has a lot more of, which I appreciate. But, yeah, we'll uh, we'll watch a couple events here and there. But, I don't know, Winter Olympics aren't aren't that interesting to me. So, we will, uh, we will check it out as it goes. But, that's the Olympics. Something else that I wanted to, uh, to talk about is my hair, quite honestly. Because it's out of control. I don't know if I've ever had it this long in my life. Really, I don't know what's going on with it. If you're friends with me on Snapchat, you see it. It's kind of crazy. It's a little edgy. I don't know if I'm going for like a Kurt Russell type of look, long flowing. If it's just going to turn into a hockey mullet and I just start to look like the kids from Home Improvement in the 90s or or what the strategy is going to be here. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. Every once in a while, like, I kind of feel that temptation to just hop in the shower and shave it all off because that's, that's what I often do when I cut my hair. But I don't know. I've been working on it so long. I've been doing some trims here and there, and like, I shaved the back of my neck to to keep that from going nuts. But it's probably been, what, half a year or anything since I – Last did a, a full shave, so we've come so far. We're going to see how far we can go. So if you have any advice, concerns, what to do with the hair, please send me a note to beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. That's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N, podcast at yahoo.com. Love to hear your comments and concerns. The Oscars are coming up, what, uh, let's see, three weeks, I think, from tomorrow. You know, it's hilarious. Last week, I reviewed Lady Bird, and right after I finished recording, I realized I had reviewed <laughs> I had reviewed Lady Bird the first week of the podcast as well. So we got two reviews, and I just have to go back and compare them, see what I liked, see what I didn't like. We are not going to review Lady Bird again. Uh, this week, not going to make it a three for three, but I would love to talk about three billboards outside Ebbing, uh, Missouri, I think is the state 
which I honestly, it's been about two months since I saw, and that was one I only got to see once. But um, it's probably the front runner for best picture right now. I won the Golden Globe for best uh, picture in its category. So, yeah, if you haven't seen Three Billboards, it is Frances McDormand and Sam Rockwell. It's got a lot of people in the cast, actually. Frances McDormand, Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson are kind of the, the big three. Uh, they're all up for acting awards. But then it also has uh, Lucas Hedges and Caleb Landry Jones and, oh, man, what's the name of the guy who plays her ex-husband? I'm going to look that up because he's John Hawks. Is that what it is? He's a really underrated actor as well. I think it is John Hawks. Let's see. Yep. Uh, they are fantastic. The acting is by far – oh, Peter Dinklage is in there as well, believe it or not. Acting is by far the best part of this film. There's a reason that three of the actors and actresses from the movie are nominated in major acting categories. Sam Rockwell versus Willem Dafoe in the best supporting actor category is going to be a fascinating race because I think they were both just top of their game. It's going to come down to those two, and I've kind of heard that Sam Rockwell is a frontrunner, but I've also heard a lot of people just say how great Willem Dafoe was, and he was in The Florida Project. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But the acting is great. I really liked the the writing and the tone of the film. I had I had one. It's my biggest issue with the film was, was the the writing, the direction they took, the actual story in the third act, which is kind of a, a nitpicky thing to actually critique a story, but. That was that was my my one issue with it. I did not like the way that they ended it with with Francis McDormand and Sam, Sam Rockwell, but beyond that, I thought it was fantastic. Woody Harrelson gives a performance kind of like Mahershala Ali last year in Moonlight, in that he doesn't have really much for screen time, but he still makes a huge impact on the overall arc of the film. So, if you get the chance to red box it, I don't think it's in any uh, theaters these days anymore, but. When you get the chance, absolutely um, reminds you a lot of a Coen Brothers film uh, if, you, if you're if you a fan of that type of style. So I give three billboards uh, three and a half out of four stars. Again, my only nitpicky thing is actually in the storyline, but everything else is wonderful, uh, very well done. So that's three billboards. Check it out when you get the chance. Oh, geez. What else are we talking about here? Oh. This is an important thing to mention. So, been streaming the 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 uh, the podcast live on uh, on YouTube from uh, here at eight one seven St. Paul Street, right outside of downtown B Town. I am exploring because I've I've been hearing your comments, been getting a lot of fan mail. Beantown Podcast at Yahoo.com. That's Beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N, podcast at Yahoo.com. Saying, hey, we love the podcast. Let's explore more ways for us to uh, to listen to it. I And I, I hear you. I say, yeah, I feel that. I'm mostly on YouTube myself, but I know people who listen to their podcasts exclusively through things like SoundCloud or iTunes is especially a big one. So <clears throat> we are exploring those options what I'm looking at right now <laughs> is like a a premium, platinum, gold plus, double the cash back membership from SoundCloud. And if you do that, you can upload with an RSS feed to, to iTunes. And that way you can access it 
easily and without having to, to worry about data and stuff because you can just download it onto your phone. So we're looking at that. Here's the thing, though, and this is a big announcement for this podcast. We got to raise the money to do it because I'm not exactly Scrooge McDuck over here swimming in gold shekels. So I'm happy to announce that next week, live on the podcast, we are going to be hosting a pledge drive. That's right. Just like they do on PBS or the Jerry uh, Lewis you know, Labor Day telethon, we're going to be doing it. We're going to be posting about it on social media. We'll have the phone number up there. You can call in. You can pledge your donation. It's going to be fantastic. Again, all funds, all proceeds are going towards getting this podcast up on SoundCloud and up on iTunes in addition to what we've already been doing on YouTube. So, boom, there's your big announcement for the week. It's happening next week. It's a pledge drive for the Beantown podcast. It's going to be wonderful. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. We're, we're raising money. It's for a good cause. For every $100 raised by you all the fans, I'm don- donating a, a dollar back to the charity of my choice, which is the Quinn Fund. So it's going to be huge. Look out for details this week on social media. You know where to find it. Or if you just have any questions, you can email the, the podcast. That's happening. We mentioned last week that we were going to be doing our taxes live on the air. Yes, that is happening. Yes, I'm releasing my tax returns. We got 1098Ts. We got 1099Qs. We got a whole lot of W-2s. And we even got some cash under the table that, hey, I might just report just because I'm an honest citizen. So all of that's happening. Next week, we're doing the pledge drive. In two weeks, we're going to be doing the... Taxes live on the air, Saturday, February 24th. It's happening. The week after that is going to be our Oscar show. We do all our predictions. So, yeah, big things are happening on the podcast. We might even have some special guests. I don't know. Still trying to arrange that stuff. But there is a lot happening for the Beantown podcast. It's all very exciting things. Word for raising money. We are going to be getting our tax returns back. Uh, we are going to be predicting, accurately predicting, I might add, some Oscar wins. So big things happening for the podcast. Really excited to make these announcements. That is really what I, uh, the, the core of what I wanted to get through here. Um, did get a fantastic advice question that we absolutely need to go through. I'm very excited about this because it's bringing me back to one of my greatest passions with it, which is mathematics. So we have an advice question. One of my dear friends studying for the GRE, and we're just going to read the question and we're going we're gonna to work through it live on the air right now on this podcast. We're solving GRE problems. Bring it on. Here we go. I have not, and this is honest to God, have not looked at this problem that was sent to me. I know the category is standard deviation, but I don't know I don't know the problem. So let's read it. Here we go. Bear with me. If list A consists of the numbers one, three, 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 and five. Holy how how many threes is that? One, two, three. Four, five, six, so one, and then six threes, and then five. That's list A. And list B consists of two, 
Six threes again and four. So list B is two. Six threes and one four. How much greater is the standard deviation of list A than that of list B? Oh, geez. Um, Fuck if I know. Uh, Let's see. Hang on. No, no, no. I can do this. Okay. So standard deviation, you have to find... Oh, how does that work? Um, oof. We got this. We got this. Okay. You have to find... You're going to have to find the standard deviation of each list first. And the question is asking how much greater is the standard deviation of list A than that of list B. So we need to subtract the standard deviation of list B from list A. And that's our final answer. Okay. So you have to find the standard deviation of each list first. So we're going to do that separately. So again, list A was this is the most goddamn exciting podcast of all time one and then six threes and five so you first have to find the average of that so it's one plus six times three which is 18 19 and five so 24 divided by there's eight terms there so 24 divided by three that's the mean of the first list and then what you have to do is you take each value and subtract the mean from that value and square it for each one of those values in in the list. And then you add it together. Is that right? You add them together, divide by N minus N or N minus one. Uh, hang on. Going to Google. We're using a cheat. Uh, I'm still going to try to do this in my head, but I want to make sure I have the formula right. I think it's N minus 1 for standard deviation. Do-do-do-do-do. Standard deviation formula. N, is it N, N or N minus 1? We're still going to do it all in my head. I don't have any scratch paper here. It is... Okay, it's N minus 1 for standard deviation sample, I think. Well, there's there's this page has an N, and it has an N minus 1. So what's the difference? God damn it. We're going to get two very different answers if we do N or N minus 1. I'm I'm as frustrated as you are listening to this podcast. Trust me. N, okay, the important change is N minus 1 instead of N. It's called Bessel's correction. What does that mean? I'm dying here. You know what? We're just going to do it one way and... We're going to divide by N and trust that that's right. So here we go. One, so 24 divided by 8 is 3. That's the mean. So 1 minus 3 is negative 2 squared, which is 4. And that's going to be a whole lot of plus zeros because 3 minus 3 squared is going to be 0. 
So four and then plus five minus three squared, which is also four. So that's eight divided by eight is one. And then you take the square root of that, which is one. So list A is is one. Now we have to find list B. So it's going to be two plus 18 is 20 plus four. That is... Um, Mind fart. That's 24 divided by 8 again. Now we're on to list B. That's 3. Average is there. Average there is 3 as well. 2 minus 3 squared is 1 plus a whole lot of zeros plus 4 minus 3 squared is 1. So it's 1 plus 1, 2 is 2. Hang on. Are we doing this right? And then you divide that by 8, which is... I lost my train of thought. This would be way better if I had scratch paper. Um, your best bet when it comes to GRE math is to uh, just guess, I guess, if you don't know. Uh, basically, we solved the problem. We, we, didn't, we didn't get the answer, but in a more kind of broad sense, we solved it. So, you know, you know how to do it. I mean, you memorize the formula, which is something like standard deviation is the square root of... Uh, the numerator is the x term, whichever one, minus the mean. That is squared. You have to do that for each one and then divide the whole thing. You add it all together, divide it by n, the number of terms. Get that number, you take the square root of it. That's how you find it. You have to do it for both those lists. Uh, speaking of lists, what's your favorite list piece? That's what I want to know. Uh, I have been listening to a lot of, uh, the, the, the Hungarian Rhapsody. Those are, are always good. I also like the, uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody, a lesser known list piece later covered by Queen. Mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger, now he's dead. Mama, life had just begun, but now I'm gone and thrown it all away. Mama, ooh. Uh, if you were just tuning into the podcast right, right now, you'd probably assume that I was about five beers deep. But no, no, it is two o'clock in the afternoon right now. I've not not drank at all today, so... I apologize. This podcast has gone way off the rails. We didn't get the math question right. We were talking about my hair for two minutes, which was just invigorating. We sang some John Williams. We sang some Elton John. We sang some List as covered by Queen. Oh, boy. We we have gone wild. I think there is some of a something of a letdown knowing that next week we got the pledge drive the week after that we're doing the taxes live on the air after that it's our oscar show there's just yeah there's not as much happening right now but uh hey daytona 500 a week from tomorrow jimmy johnson mr how many does he have seven seven championship wins right now looking for number 8 He's going to be out there driving. He's kind of the last of the old guys left because Dale Earnhardt Jr. is retired. Jeff Gordon's long gone. Tony Stewart's long gone. Uh, Kenseth is gone. Carl Edwards is gone. So Mark Martin is gone. There's really not much left for kind of that 
crop of racers who came up around 2000. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, Daytona 500 happening next week on Fox. There was a really good story that I was going to tell about something related to something, and I don't remember what it was, so that's a that's a plus. But I will tell the story, and this is the last thing I'll talk about. The story of the time, I think my junior year of high school, maybe my senior year, but I think my junior year, when I was going to really excited to watch the Daytona 500. So uh, always on a Sunday afternoon, like 2 p.m., something like that. So I go to my friend's house. The big uh, NASCAR fans lived about 45 minutes south of me. I drive down there, and we're sitting on the couch waiting for it to start. Inclement weather occurs in Daytona Beach, and they keep delaying the start time. They keep pushing it back. Eventually, it's like 5 p.m. They say, nope, we can't do it. So they, they, they push the start time to like 10 a.m., on a Sunday morning and I've got school, you know? So I go home, I ask my mom, I can't believe she said yes to this. Can I skip school to stay home and watch the Daytona 500? And mom said, yes, mom, if you were still listening to the podcast, if you hadn't unsubscribed, I love you. I should probably tell you that in person or over the phone, but I'm telling you on the podcast. So now I'm excited because I get to watch the Daytona 500 skipping school. So I sit down and I'm watching it and there's still inclement weather. They postponed the race till like 8 p.m. that night on a Monday night. Well, I had my banquet for our swim team, like end of the end of the year type thing that night. And I'm not going to skip that because it's a free dinner and free dinner is tough to come by. So I go to the banquet and missing the Daytona 500. I'm bummed. But there's more inclement weather, and it gets delayed even more Like after they started the race. So I rush home from my swim banquet. Literally, the second I get home, there is a crash, red flag. And that's when uh, Juan Pablo Montoya's car hit the uh, the dryer truck. You can watch it on YouTube. It's nuts. It goes up in a huge fireball. And so that's like a, another two-hour delay because you got a flaming ball of metal on the racetrack. And it was so late at that point. It was probably midnight or 1 a.m. And I was just sitting there on the couch trying to watch it, trying to stay awake. And I couldn't. I fell asleep. And they finished the race after I, I fell asleep. They started it back up and finished it after I fell asleep. So over the course of three days, Sunday until early in the morning on Tuesday, they competed they they ran the daytona 500 and i think i saw half a lap total uh it was really depressing on top of that i think matt kenseth won jimmy got knocked out in the early stages so yeah that was bad we're hoping for bigger things this year jimmy johnson's my guy number 48 from el cajon california right outside san diego but uh yeah we're gonna see how he runs and we're gonna be expecting some big things that is what I wanted to talk about on today's podcast. And uh, yeah, if you have any advice, questions, if you have any grievances that you want to air, if you just hate the podcast and you want to you tell me about it, please just email me, beantownpodcast at yahoo.com. That's beantown, B-E-A-N-T-O-W-N podcast at yahoo.com. All right, hope you have a good week.
Yep. 